The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, hello, friends. How are you? What are you wearing, Mr. Sherapan? Bostonian versus the book. Masters week is upon us. Lots to get to on the golf course and the golf tournament coming up on the show live on Twitter and YouTube, which is at 1000 subscribers. Thank you brigade for getting us there. uh, Sports good replay. How are you? Are you wearing the bucket hat because your team took two out of three? Is that why? Or what's the bucket hat for? Just happened to be right here by the desk. (laughs) Um, you, know, you look like somebody, and I can't figure out who you look like right now. I'm trying to place it, and I can't place it. I don't know. Let the brigade tell you where. I'll tell you why. Um, the Pirates won both games. The series is already yes, won. Did. Yes, they did. The Pirates went to Boston. Yes, they did. And won the first two games as dogs. And somehow they're dogs again today. I I, I don't know what the odds makers are thinking. I really don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope with the day off tomorrow, they can get the sweep and then take care of the Red Sox during the week and the White Sox on the weekend in Pittsburgh. Um, that would be cool. I don't know what happened in the basketball game last night. I can't remember. Um, oh, you guys had yeah. your best player score 52 points and our second best player didn't play and you won by two. We bragging? One? We bragging? Lost. That's all. You, I just, I can't you bragging? remember. Are you bragging about this? Like, Which be, one was it? Did Philadelphia win or lose? Sixers won, which last time I checked, you're from Pittsburgh. But okay, Philadelphia won. Yes. You told me I adopted that team. You, you said I that. Did, you did it. I, you said you adopted that team. You were all JoJo this and JoJo that. Oh, we're going to, are we going to have an MVP discussion today? Too? Later today, we will. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about, I mean, I'm not the one saying the race is over. That's the coach of the Sixers who's now saying that. This is a bunch of stupid politicking going on right now for this award. It's dumb. Buckets. We got the red bucket for that. I like the red bucket. The red bucket's nice. The red it's bucket. A, yeah, it's a little. Uh, did Fat Albert wear a red bucket hat? No, his was. Uh, I believe it was orange. Orange. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that looks kind of orangey though. It does. A little bright. Little LL Cool J. That's what I. Oh, okay. Before. That's what it is. Yeah, little Kangol yeah, action. Cool is is a Kangol hat just the brand or can Kangol hat just is it a style brand? Was always a very big argument. Um, I mean, you got to have style to wear the Kangol. Right. But like the the Kangol hat oftentimes was looking like uh, an Irish or English paperboy hat, which is sometimes what it's called. Oh, the the flat, the flat. Oh, I love those too. Yeah. But but that was a, when I was growing up, that was a Kangol hat. Yes. And then these came around, the bucket hats came in and then people were like, wait a minute, you can't call that a Kangol hat as well, which is it? And it's the brand versus the style. Kleenex versus tissue paper type of deal. Oh, you know? oh, I don't know. It's always Kleenex for me. Never a tissue. Yeah. Clean is Coke soda is all sodas. Coke. Uh, no, I mean, because Do you I say like pop Pepsi. 
Pop. Yeah, pop. That's you are so from the Midwest. It's not even funny. Like, you are so it's from the Midwest. It's pop. You are so, so from the Midwest. It's always been pop. Yes, because you're from the Midwest. That's why. There's the, there's the argument, Brigade. It's over. In Pittsburgh, they call it pop. Done. Always See have. See you later. In the South, west, everybody so- calls it soda. Where? Out here. Out West, they call it soda. That's because the East, too. Yeah, that, that that's an East Coast influence. Yeah. Yeah, we call it soda. They call it soda. In the middle, yeah. they call it pop. <laughs> I don't know. I, I could call it either one. I don't yeah. know. If I, call, I, I don't know if I say Coke or Pepsi. In the I South, mean, everything is Coke. Is everything, it? everything. It's, it's everything is Coke. Yeah, it's everything is just. <laughs> you know, do you want a Coke? Oh, what type of Coke? <laughs> like now, we Coke's a brand. So uh-huh. yeah, that's a that's a very interesting. Look I like at, the flat hats, but so do I. Krakenberger has taken over that. Mantle, I, I, you know, because if you wear that and you're in the gambling content, well, I mean, if I wear one of those, they're like, Yeah, you're trying to be like crack. I'm not trying to be like anybody. No, Burnham has the rights to that. I don't know. Flat hats and gambling. That's that's his David Payne Burnham is is the is the hat. I like Burnham's hats too. I used to wear those to school when I was like 10. I do too. I do. I wear them now. I wear them to school now. I know you rock those now all the time. We got three of them. I love those hats. I love those hats too. They're so comfortable. And but I don't. You can only wear them in the cold weather here. Like I I don't wear them year round. Oh, maybe I'll wear them to an event. You need those thin ones. Those they have those lightweight ones. They're great. Well, for me, I wear it's a. It's I associate them with winter. So I associate Correct. them with, with cold. Correct. And so I wear them to, like right now where it's 41 degrees in, on April the 5th, which is ridiculous in Las Vegas. So right now it's supposed to be 85, <laughs> but right now it's 41. So 85 where here it's supposed to be. I've had on my, have birthday, you been outside? No, that's what I mean. It's supposed to be. It's it is. It's supposed to be 85. It's freezing. I've had cabana pool parties on my birthday before moving here. Oh, not like, this year. Not this oh, year. Not this year, son. <laughs> the it's pools are losing up. money hand over fist right now. Yeah. Mother Nature is just not being a friend right now. Although the weather forecast is going to change. So help okay. is on the way. We are going to, after next weekend, we will finally get into the 80s consistently. And then we are good. We are through this nastiness and done. Then it's going to be hot, hot. That's fine. Give me hot, hot. Give me, give me blisteringly hot. I'm totally okay. fine with that. I mean, I want right. the, I mean, I, I, I have this fancy gecko thing that Madeline has. I have to keep it down here, 73 degrees down here. That yeah, thing's going to die. That downstairs so hot. Yeah, because that thing's going to die otherwise. It's got to, his tank has got to be 95 degrees at all times. Oh. So I got to keep, so I had to keep uh-huh. it down here. Right. So I, once it gets warm, I can finally keep this place cooler and, it, you know, it'll be hot in her room and whatever. That's fine. We just close the vents in her room and it'll be warm and we're all good. Right. So it's been frustrating. <laughs> That's why under these lights every day, I sweat every, every show I sweat. I change my shirt every single time we're done because I sweat. It's so yeah. hot down here. It is hot down there. <laughs> and you guys are freezing came over before the cat got me. I was like, man. <laughs> Got it's a little warm down here, but I mean, I live in an igloo. You do, this, yes. This woman keeps this place absolutely <laughs> freezing. It's. I woke up this morning. I peeked at the. I could see the thermostat. I said, "Did we get to the under?" She's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Did it make sixty-two?" Wow. And she's like, "It's sixty-three. I said, "I think it was sixty-two overnight." Yeah, slept with the full beanie on last 62 night. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. My gosh. Yeah. All right, Masters Week here. 
this is such a fun week. I, I'm wearing the, the John A shirt for actually for the Masters. Just one more sleep. One more sleep for the evening. Masters. Tomorrow we get to, we get to go watch the Masters tomorrow. In the book, uh huh. When the part three is today, mm-hmm. when do you or when had you seen the uptick in bets coming in? Is it today or tomorrow morning? Oh no 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 no! We're out west, sir. There's no bets tomorrow morning. Okay, it has to come in today, and, but. For a place like Circa with those prices and all that stuff, it's all week. Mm. Like, it's all year. Right. We put up this stuff. Um, I don't know. I think we used to put it up in October. Wow. Um, how yeah. much bigger? How much bigger of a handle is this comparatively? This is more handle combined than all the other three majors combined. Whew. Okay. Wow. Yeah. This is this is like nothing else. This is this is awesome. Um I mean the bets, real bets start coming in today. Cause now we're a little bit, you know, we just finished talking about the weather. And again, we'll know, get to the weather. It's a big story. You guys it is a big story. And I think, you know, we talked about it yesterday on Sports Group. We're talking about it here. Everybody's talking about the weather. Now that we're a day closer. And we actually might know, but you know, nobody knows. Right. I think people are going to start to make significant plays, limit plays and stuff today. I mean, Saturday is going to be a low of 48, high of 55. Sunday is going to be low of 50, high of 61. 86% chance of rain in the morning on Saturday. Just a 25% chance of rain on Sunday for the final round. So looks like we'll be okay with that. But Saturday after the cut, that could be a real interesting day from our leaderboard perspective because the weather is going to be a huge story. Cold and wet and really bad news for Tiger. Read a great story about his caddy, uh, Joe LaCava, talking about how bad his knee is and how if he could play with a cart, he could compete. Oh, but he because he, he has to walk, yeah, can't compete. Can have a good round. He said it just it the pain that he's in after walking all that time. And then have you ever been to Augusta? Yes. This today. I've been to the practice round. Never been to a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I've been to a Wednesday. Did you walk the course? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I walked with Tiger. I walked with Phil. Um, I I I I saw Arnie, Jack, and Gary Player. I walked, I watched all three of them. I walked with them around the par three. Did you walk the actual course though? Yes, all 18 holes. Mm-hmm. Is it hilly? It's insane. <laughs> TV TV does absolutely zero justice. When you stand at the first tee, it literally looks like a brick wall. It It's straight uphill. Like, <laughs> I, I look at it and I'm like, how many guys hit the top of the, like the fairway? When, when you're driving it, do they get it over the ridge? And they're like, yeah, that's why people who, the, the, the members play three woods off the first tee. Because you got to get the elevation to get it over that distance isn't a problem because it's not that far of a par four. It's just straight uphill that you're hitting up to. So you you can uh-huh. drive it. You hit a low stinger. You can drive it right into the into the fairway and kill all your momentum. And it's like a 200 yard drive. Uh-huh. So my, my members hit three wood. So it yeah the, there is uh, the back nine. You have no idea. Aim in corner. You have no real no. The hit the the, the most famous shot out of the pine straw that Phil hit. Yeah. You have no idea that that shot's not even plausible. Like it's just not even 
there's like five people on the planet that might have tried to do what he did. It's right. insane. What down and up and over in pine straw, not a good foot, you know, footing being suspect. So yes, Tiger's going to be in for it for four days. Mm. Walking. Throw in the weather. Cold is the worst. If it's warm, at least it's going to be, you know, the, you're not feeling it, but anybody who's had arthritis, anybody who's had any issues with joints or, or legs, ankles, knees, you know what it's like when it's cold and wet sucks. He's going to go play golf in that. It's really going to be, I mean, if he makes the cut, it's going to be tough for him to be competitive on Saturday and Sunday. I, at some point will get to Augusta, but I mean, like literally in Pittsburgh, it's all Hills. Everything Mm -hmm. is a Hill. So like I'm used to it. I've seen it. I've played it. It's hard. Mm. Walking it with a bad leg, impossible. I don't think he's, I mean, there's a lot of people that are playing him to make the cut. Yes. It's a small minus, minus 165-ish, 175-ish. Because of the comments he made. I mean, I think Tiger has been... Yesterday, Tiger Woods, for the first time, said he didn't know how much longer, how many more masters he has in him. Right. So exactly. he didn't know how many, I, I, he does, I don't know how many times I'm going to be here. And he said, the emotions here are different now because it's about his family. It's about Charlie. It's about remembering what he did, which is never what Tiger would ever talk about. He would only mm-hmm. talk about what I'm going to do, not what I've done. So Belichick going on here talking about, you know, looking backwards and looking at all the five green jackets he's won, but it's remarkable. Like, like Madeline's teacher, I guess did like a, you know, put on a practice round on Monday and or Tuesday, like Tiger Woods was on, they were stretching for gym class and Mr. Lamy, her gym teacher was teaching them about Tiger and what Tiger has done. So she came mm-hmm. home all gung ho talking about Tiger and five jean green jackets. And she thought she was all, you know, tapped into it. Mm-hmm. I would love for my daughter to golf. I've told her this a million times. I would mm-hmm. love for you to, to love for you to go golf. But the, the idea of Tiger being a ceremonial figure has been one that he has rejected hard. And yet, he said at the press conference, my game is really good. I have no stamina. Right. I can't, I can't do it for four yep. days. He's like, I can chip because I'm better at chipping, driving, putting right now. I know this golf course. I can play this golf course. I just can't play this golf course for four days. In a row. Right. Right. So I don't know how much longer we're going to see Tiger. I mean, he may not do the Jack and the Arnie thing. I wish he would. I mean, I, I think it's really special when you see these guys, who have lifetime exemptions come back and play it every year just to play it, just to be around, go to the champions dinner like last night and, you know, have, have a, have a walk down memory lane, but maybe he'll do that because of his son. Maybe his son will win the masters one day and you know, he'll be their first kid. I don't know, but it's going to suck when he stops playing this event. It will, but you can understand his mentality, right? Like hundred percent. It wasn't anything about other than winning the masters for him and him having that celebration, look back kind of thing. Yeah. Can't do it. It's, 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 it's hard for someone like that to go. Yeah. I'm just going to go back and swing it a little bit and I'll do the ceremonial first starter thing and whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that's his. I don't know. If, I mean, it's not his style. It hasn't never. I mean, mentally, he's always been such a ferocious competitor. He's been so far ahead mentally. Forget physically. Mentally, he's been so far ahead of everybody. But if Tiger Woods is not in the Masters, mm-hmm. 
what does that do to the handle? Like next uh, year, if Tiger's not there, what does it do? Uh, when he didn't play, it was a it was a it was a noticeable level off. Let's put it that way. There's none of that. I mean, for years it was just like, wow, we got to really manage the Tiger risk, and we got to make sure that, um, if or when he wins, we don't lose too much. Right. When he's not in it, it's scattered all over. I mean, it's better for books exposure, I think, but it also leaves you with different positions that you're not used to. I mean, it's mm -hmm. not just beat one favorite. It's beat multiple Scheffler, maybe Rom and Rory or something with then you got these other long shots like that people will just start to bet. Number starts to come down. Um, it's interesting because I think Scotty Scheffler's got a chance to. I I've been watching the Golf Channel for the last four days, and this mm -hmm. is kind of typ kind of typical, right? We for, we ignore golf, and then I gotta go learn. <laughs> I'm like, okay, right. well, live the live golf guys forgot about that. They're playing in this thing, and oh, right, we got controversy about what that guy said and what this guy said, and okay, there's right. all this stuff going on, but. The Golf Channel has done a really good job in the last couple of days of highlighting who Scotty Scheffler is. And this guy might be the most likable dude on the PGA Tour. Right. He is really relatable. Drives a yeah. 2012 SUV, uh -huh. married his high school sweetheart, uh -huh. and just is kind of like an aw shucks kind of guy. When he wins a big tournament, he doesn't buy anything big. He goes and buys an extremely expensive bottle of tequila and has all of the friends over and they all drink it. Mm -hmm. Like that's what he does to celebrate big uh -huh. wins. Doesn't buy a boat. Doesn't buy, you know, a car, a sports car or something. He's just a very down to earth, relatable guy. And now if he wins or is competitive again, after winning the masters last year and having a chance to come back and talk about it and appreciate it and try to do it again, he has a chance to be a really big star, a really big player. I don't know how much he'll drive handle, but I think people will really gravitate towards him. It's guys like that, that I think it has to take a second time. <laughs> I agree. No, it, you, it, you're it, absolutely it, right. Like, for, for the public, you're absolutely right. Because it yeah. came out of nowhere. Like, Scotty Shepard right. was killing everybody. And we were like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then, like, he wins the Masters. And you're like, oh, so it's like that. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're not just the number one player in the world. You've won the Masters now. Okay, do it again. And that's the separated. Because we've seen guys win one green jacket, right? Like, Mike Weir won one green jacket. Like, where did Mike Weir go? Like, he was like, he had a good career, but he didn't do anything after winning the green jacket. Big. So. From a public perspective, yeah, it's do it once, great. Now do it again. Danny Willett was the perfect example of that one. That yep. was one one that a lot of people did. He win another major though. Um, would have to look it up. I I know he didn't win another Masters. No, right, he hasn't yet. Yeah, that was um that was one of the best of all time bets that a lot of people in the business had, and the sweat was unbelievable and. Some guys, that was the biggest score of their life. You know, nope. I mean, one of the guys I worked with, yeah, he never the, won another one, another major. He's never won another major, never won another master. Won the 2016 right. Masters. His best finish is tied for sixth at the 2015 and 2019 Open Championship in England for the British Open. Yeah. We so. still we still talk about that's That's one of the ones that everybody that I worked with, all the guys and stuff in the book, that's one of the fishing stories where we caught, uh -huh. basically caught Jaws. You know, they, 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 <laughs> 200 to one, they started betting it in February and 
slowly stealthed it to 150, slowly stealthed it to 100, slowly stealthed it to when they finally told me. And I, I got a little 80 to 1 or 60 to 1. The sweat was amazing. Um, it's one top of second, zero, zero. Pirates, Red Sox. We're going to keep that updated throughout. Please do. It's yeah. on the rundown. I, I, I read it. That's why I'm taking that. <laughs> That's good. But yeah. Are you, um, are you attacking this thing with outrights or are you doing this? Uh, I mean, we're I'm not sure I'm betting it. Tough. Oh, I'm really? Not sure, I'm not okay. sure I'm betting it. I haven't, I haven't come around to the, I don't, I'm so bad at golf. I'm bad at baseball, but baseball, my approach to baseball is so far so good. All right. So I've come out of the gate here, not lighting anything on fire, right. but I'm six, I'm six and two in baseball so far. Okay. Which is monumental compared to like me being in the green for baseball is dumb. Like I just, it's not normal okay. <laughs> for me to be in the green. So All I right. nailed that under yesterday with the Marlins and the twins. We'll get to that game in a second. Damn it, I, I knew we should have done the B squared. I didn't want to force Yeah, it. but you've kind of <sighs> you kind of did it though. I mean, I, I'm counting that as B square. You you kind of tipped the cap to it. So it's been four, five in a row now. When, when when you're like, I really like this, or you say big square. It's five, it's five in a row. But <sighs> betting on the masters, I feel like I have to, like I'm supposed to. <laughs> and why? Well, it's my job. I mean, the, the, part of the juice is that, you know, the, the audience wants to have action. So they're going to want me to, to recommend what I think is going to play. But I feel like right. you can't even fade me. Like I like bets where if I'm cold, go ahead and fade me, bet the other side and I'm making the audience money and it's, and it works. Right. But uh, it's hard to even, you know, fade a master's, but what a master's outright. You can't really do that. I guess at circuit you can, you can bet the no for someone Correct. who's going to win it. Correct. You can, but that's kind of, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I think that there is a odd situation right now in the betting space where, like you mentioned, everybody wants to bet it, but this will be the first golf tournament I'm going to watch this year. Right. So all of a sudden I'm going to bet money on a golf, on a sport that I'm just now, I love the masters. I love watching the masters. I don't need money on the masters to enjoy it. So yeah. I, I get it. We're, we're a gambling show where I'm supposed to tell everybody yeah. about betting on this, but like, I feel like I'm more inclined to bet this thing at the turn after the cut to see the course, to see who's playing well, and then look at what they've done historically when the weather's crappy and then make a bet like that and make a head to head on Saturday or a head to head on Sunday and make a bet like that, then come up with an outright. I think I'll throw like, like 20 bucks on a, on a, on a couple of outrights just to have something like, I don't mind betting Scotty Scheffler to win it again, but I think that's probably not going to happen. I don't mind. I, I think there's a really good shot that the live guys have a real tough run and some of them do not make the cut. So I think, I think there's some value in betting a lot on the live guys. guys are, are on this Kepka. Yeah. I love Brooks. Kepka. No, Brooks is phenomenal. I think Brooks to win it is a hundred percent possible. Brooks right. only does well in the majors and Brooks is the biggest fuck you golfer on the planet. And he will 100% thrive. If anybody boos him or anybody says something to him from the gallery about being a part of the live tour, he'll eat that up. That is absolute energy for Brooks Kepka. Well, so, the person yes. will be shown the exit. The patrons aren't allowed to get too unruly. Yeah, you can say, you can whisper stuff. You can say stuff that won't get caught. You can, yeah, you're not supposed to, right? But I mean, Look at the picture yesterday from the champions dinner and look at where all the live guys were, where they were positioned when they were standing. 
they were all on the outside. Oh, I <laughs> on the right and on the left, they were just like pushed away, slid them aside because you know, look, they're not popular right now. In, in that room, they're not popular right now. Right. So yeah, everyone's trying to hold a stiff upper lip and be very cordial and polite, but. A lot of bad blood going on right now on that golf course. It's going to be some awkward pairings that are going to happen tomorrow and Friday. So, but I, I'll be looking a little on that. But yeah, Brooks is a good bet. You know, that's Dustin Johnson's a good bet. Another, another guy from the Live Tour. Bet him uh, if you want. Yeah, I, I think I would fade him myself. Ooh. I mean, his success has been good, but he don't even look like he wants to play golf. Even on the no, Live that's like you well, know, like I mean, yeah. I'm, it's just, you don't know how much a guy's practicing, and that's always, well, always a very, that's very great question. How much is a guy playing? How much is a guy practicing? Especially the live guys who have been given so much money. Right. And Cam Cam Smith had a very interesting question when he or statement. He was on the live tour, you know, former number one player in the world, and he was like, you know, the live tour is like the PGA tour is definitely deeper. And Greg Norman responded by saying, yeah, I can't wait when, when our 17 guys are dancing on the 18th green with the green jacket. And Cam Smith was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything like that. <laughs> so like Norman is not even, wasn't even invited to be here. So Greg Norman is not going to be on property for the event. There's a lot of questions. I mean, the Augusta folks are like, this is fine, guys. You can be here. But if you step out of line and do something like that, if you show your ass on Sunday, it's going to be curtains. They'll, right. It'll be a bad. So I think Cam Smith and a lot of the players are like, look, 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 we appreciate everything that's gone on, but we're not really interested in starting a world war that will keep us away from this golf tournament forever. Yeah. They want, they want to play this golf need tournament. To. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's no need to. So we'll, we'll see any, but just quickly before we move on from this, yep. any, any advice that you would give just from a betting perspective, any, any, for someone who's ever bet golf before, anything that you could help them with in terms of strategies? I, I would just say, don't overextend yourself. Okay. Like just don't. Um, I compare this golf betting to me is like going to the, to going to the traveling fair and you play the game with the basket that has the crooked rim uh -huh. and you're trying to shoot the basket through the crooked rim. You got to have everything perfectly aligned for you to hit. <laughs> it is, it is very difficult yeah, to, I mean, to get the outright. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you have to do with the expectation that I think either, you know, you, you spread the bankroll out a little bit. Don't, I mean, you can try to just bet one guy and root. Uh, I think I've seen a lot of guys do matchups. Matchups are great. Yes. Yeah, I like um, head to heads a lot, you know, because it's just beating one guy. Uh -huh. um, and it also gives you something to watch below the leaderboard. Why I like it is because so like say you bet a guy on a Thursday and then a Saturday or Sunday and they're, they're like five or seven shots off the off the lead. You're watching something below the leaderboard versus what they're showing you. So right. you're interested in what's happening down the leaderboard versus what's happening at the top. So if one guy gets it and runs away. It doesn't matter. You're still very much in tune with what's happening right. on, the, on the golf course. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's I mean, that's one way. The the top tens, top twenties. Dubsy was on a lot with us last year. Dubsy Wednesdays. Um, he's not going to be on today. Brigade. Sorry, we tried to figure it out, but he couldn't make it. Anyhow, talked a lot about those markets. I think those are good ways to do it. There's a lot Make of fun sure. props. Hold on. Just to reiterate, 
if you're going to bet top 10, if you're going to bet top 20, you've got to look at the house rules. Okay. Oh, you have to. That's right. You have got to look at house rules. Splits it's a reminder. Splits it's a reminder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you judged on ties mm. or are you splitting the pot? Mm. So this is something to really, really look at. Yep. It's been the Euro model. I cannot stand. Yep. If your guy ties for 10th, you're not cashing your bet at the odds that you place the uh, the bet at. No. If you got I'm him at 10 to 1 and he ties with three people, you get 3.3 to 1. <laughs> Just so you know. And you can lose money too on it. Like you can legitimately. Oh, if too many people tie for the thing. Oh, yeah. That's a that's no good. Yeah. It's, you bet 100, they give you 80 back. Yeah. Thank you. They took 20 bucks from you. Yeah, Wait a minute. They won. They call it the dead heat rule. Thank you. Uh, Mr. C and Jay Park and all you guys. One book chat. calls it the dead hate, the dead heat. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. it's what it is, but it's, it's crap. Um, it's, it's crap. It's the crap rules. What is, what is, what is, yeah, it's it is complete it is garbage. And not every book does it, by the way, not every well, book. So FYI, not every book does that. Um, And then like the, the country, the best Canadian. I ball, love that. Best, yes. You know, the best, those are fun. That you know, those are because I mean, Dubsy's hit a couple too. of those. I remember yeah. Dubsy here when we we're doing Dubsy Wednesday. Dubsy, Dubsy hit a couple of the guy to represent top from that country, Australia, top England, Australia. yeah, you know, wherever he's nailed that. Yeah, those are those are fun. I, I would, I mean, just just keep it fun and don't and don't overextend yourself. I like waiting too. I mean, I did that. Was it last year? Might have partaken in waking up and seeing the Scheffler had a, a lead yeah. and said, you know what? This price is a little bit light. I think he's going to do it and bet it in game before he started the round on Sunday. Right. Um, I think I did that. I can't remember. I'm, I'm lucky. I remember yesterday. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's, I mean, the options now to do it, not just after each round adjusted, the in-game golf is fascinating. It's fascinating. I can't wait till we get the actual in-game golf. It's going to be a while, Piro. I know. But we, when we get the actual final round coming down the stretch, back nine, birdie bogey, bet, consistent, shot, fairway green, consistent, no lag, quick. That's in-game betting in golf is perfect. I mean, it's absolutely the perfect sport to have fast bets be put up, fast markets be put up, and you people firing on it. But yes, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Internet needs internet needs to catch up. Right. So just real quick on this one story, because mm-hmm. I found this to be fascinating. So when we talk about the baseball and the ball being juiced potentially, it's always like a we don't know for a fact whether it's juiced or not. We've had right. deflate gate with football as to how the football is pumped up. Is it too high, too hard? The basketballs are being talked about at the final four and throughout the tournament that the basketballs are being pumped up too high. They were too, too stiff. And so the, they were rattling out a lot more. It was harder to get the ball to go in if it touched the rim. So that was a big controversy that really wasn't talked about all that much, but it definitely was talked about in the gambling spaces mm-hmm. about why could people say, why are these unders coming in? And people were saying, well, the basketball's pumped up too high. That's why. So whether oh. that's true or not. Okay. The RNA has made an announcement that they are now in a period of observation. What is the RNA for the people that don't know? That is the governing body for England, for the Europeans. And it's RP, it's their version of the PGA. Okay. 
Royal National, I forget the exact what it stands for. Okay. Uh, they are in conjunction with the PGA mm-hmm. talking about changing the golf ball for the pros, not the amateurs. Oh, they want to create a golf ball that is just for professionals. Oh, to limit distance off the tee. They just thought of this. Nope. They've been talking about this for a while. This has been, this has been a long conversation, but this is the first time that they're actually thinking about doing this. The proposal was made. So now they're in a conversation period. Are Masters, the pros okay with this? They are not at all. Not are, at all, right? A, a couple of them are furious, to be honest. Oh, they, boy. Justin Thomas ripped this up and down, saying oh, this boy. is stupid because part of and, and they're right on this point. He's right on this point. One of the cool things about the PGA Tour, or just or golf in general, is you can play what the pros play. Now, you might think you're a pro, but you can play their golf ball. You can play their golf clubs. You can wear their attire. Now, it doesn't mean you're Tiger. It doesn't mean that you're filled. It doesn't mean you're any, but you have the ability to use the same equipment. It's the same theory from baseball hats or or jerseys or baseball gloves. You wear what the pros wear. If you change the golf ball, people who are scratch golfers are going are to go, wait, I want to play on that with that ball. And that's going to be a problem for the manufacturers because they don't want to produce that ball. That's they want to have a ball that's made that's used on tour. That's Titleist's whole marketing scheme. Use what the pros use. The Pro V1 is 50 bucks a dozen because the pros use this golf ball at Augusta. You get to use it. So now People they're thinking about changing it. We'll find golf a lot less fun if they have to use a ball that only the pros are using and it limits distance. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks it's, dig the long ball as a baseball saying for years. Replies golfers golf. dig the long ball when they play. Uh-huh. That's why drivers it, are so expensive and putters are not. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, some putters, putters are, are expensive. Yeah, some could, but I mean, people, if you ask an average person how much their putter costs, it's going to be between 80 and 150 bucks. Well, they should buy a nice putter. Might help the putts. True. But Scotty Cameron's worth 350, 400 bucks, though. Somebody it's gave not, me a Scotty Cameron. I, I still have it. I love it. Oh, really. I don't believe it. The role is so different. It's, it's, it's worth it. It's so it was, worth it. It was well worth it. Yeah, uh-huh. it was well worth it. Um, but uh, I don't know. That's 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 a I mean, what are we supposed to answer to that? Like you should have well, done this 20 years ago. You've changed the face of golf and everything about it. But doesn't it, if ball. this happens, right? From just I I'm bringing this up from a book perspective. If you're a bookmaker, and you have years of data based upon what an average score is going to be at a certain golf course, given the mm-hmm. distance off the tee mm-hmm. and what the players generally the area. Cause if you watch a golf tournament by Sunday, all the ball marks off the tee to the second shot are all in like a 50 yard radius. The guys oh. are all generally in the same area. Almost. Yeah. I would even say smaller, but go ahead. So you have that, that radius where, okay, there's everyone that's where they're driving it to somewhere between like 340, 320 yards. So now we're going to take it, back and now we're going to drop it 10 15 yards back it changes the model it changes the final score and it changes who's in competition to win the tournament does it not oh without a doubt so i think from a book perspective bookmakers are going to be like wait what are you doing like hold on a second like you're gonna this is gonna create a whole this is kind of like baseball this year where we have the pitch clock and we have all these stolen bases that are through the roof overs are coming in like crazy home run balls are flying 
And everyone's like, uh, maybe that nine and a half needs to be 10. Maybe that eight and a half needs to be nine. It's great. Or adjust in totals. Just listen, create more action. That's all. That's all the books want. Who mm. cares? That's, I mean, yeah, it'll make it harder, but the, okay. the books will adjust easy. I, I think the public will be like, wait a second. What are we watching here? Six yeah, others going to win a tournament again. That's what they want. Yes. You know, every, every tournament's going to look like the, the U.S. Open without the rough because they, you know, well, they're, they're mad, make like two shots every time, and instead of driver yeah. wedge, it's going to be driver four iron, like a regular person. I don't. So know. take take Augusta National for a second. Augusta National, in the wake of Tiger Woods and what he did to the golf tournament, had to go and buy the plot of land next to Augusta National in order to elongate the golf course because of what Tiger did. They literally had to go buy land, and it cost them millions. To go by land to be able to change the golf course because they had built it in a way that was right in the plot of land that Bobby Jones had purchased and built Augusta National. So there was all land all around that they didn't own. They had to buy the land to elongate the holes. So just to tiger proof the golf course, it's no longer tiger. It's now everyone. Everybody is like this. Everybody. And so the golf course is getting bludgeoned because where you used to have to hit a, hit a three iron or a four iron into a very small green, they're hitting seven iron in right. the green. Yeah. And so it makes the course play much easier for you. Non golf guys. That means you got a little more control. What's spin. That? Yeah. And spin and what they can do. I mean, you remember the ad campaign? These guys are good. Oh yeah. Never more true than actual professional golfers. You watch them play and just sounds different when you're close. You hear them. You're like, what was that noise? Oh, that's how they hit the drive. Then you stand by the green and watch a ball come in with that ball flight and then spin backwards and stuff towards the hole. And you're like, he meant to do that exact thing. That was uh, just it leaves you speechless. Well, golf is a sport that has no defense. The course is the defense. So it's the right. ultimate, it's the ultimate ego sport because uh, yeah. you grab a golf club, you golf a club, you rip the club and all you do is look at your opponent and go, can you match that? Because there's no defense like basketball. There's no defense like soccer. The physical nature of the course is the only defense right. that the tournament has to change the topography, change the speed of the greens, the length of the rough. All That's the only defense you have. Weather. So in weather too. Right. So like that is a huge problem. Yeah. yeah. You can't control that. So it's a huge yeah. problem for these golf courses that, that pride themselves on, I mean, 20 under is insulting to the members. <laughs> like they get mad. They don't like it when somebody goes out there and shoots 20 under for the masters that bothers them. They don't like to see that stuff. Yeah, they want I, six, I never seven, eight. Understood that. That's that's like what's the big deal? Well, no. it's just because they 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 want to see their golf course be respected. You know, that the, they take pride in it. They're paying a lot of money to be members, <sighs> so they want the course to be challenging. They want the course to be difficult. I want the U.S. I don't care what the Masters score is. I always want the U.S. Open score to be five or six under. Right. I want the guys to get killed. Like it's the U.S. Open. They, it should be the one at even par. I mean, it's not beautiful. I mean, even better. I mean, I just think two under par for four rounds is you know one two under par is and I'm and I'm good. That's what it should be. It should be a real test of golf because it is over there in England when they go if the wind's howling when you're playing the Open Championship, you can see a you know a bogey golf can win the thing sometimes depending right. how bad the wind's blowing when it, when it's over there. So yeah, it's just Reynolds just got robbed on a ground ball second. It's 
It's zero zero top of third right now. Oh, well, I'm going with the under in this game. How about that? Um, well, speaking of being robbed, if you did bet the Bedar lay, if you want me to say it, Bedard lay, which I did not do. Calgary do it the D. It sounds better. No, Calgary Flames blew it up yesterday because the Calgary Flames as minus four fifty five favorites <laughs> lost the game. Lost the- outright. <laughs> They've lost all games. The Calgary Flames have, are zero and three. This year against the Blackhawks. How do you do that? Uh, I mean, they're, you know, they go and they beat the Knights and like the, the plan, like they're going to get that last playoff spot and maybe make some noise and make five in a row problems and then go and lose to that sports, man. Right. That's sports. <laughs> Overlook. Don't take him seriously. It was 2 nothing, and it was 2-2 going into the third. And you're like, all right, maybe they'll squeeze it out. Gave up two quick goals. They scored one back, and they lost it 4-3. to three. I mean, even the, I was watching the broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. They had the Calgary broadcast. The Calgary broadcasters were just beside themselves. Yeah, just frustrating, right? They're just watch. like, oh. you cannot allow this hockey team to do this to you, given what they've done to everyone else in the league. Like, what is it about this team that's causing the Calgary Flames to look awful? Because Chicago can't beat anybody. <laughs> and yet they've beaten the Flames all three times. I just looked down in the chat. These guys are the, the, the guys in the chat are starting to talk about a BVB golf outing. Do you think we're ready for that? We're not ready. I am. I'm always ready for golf outings. Have you touched your club shit in 2023? They were pulled out over this weekend. <laughs> this weekend I got them ready. The second I get 70 degrees, I'm at the range. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not, I'm hitting, not hitting golf balls in, fi, in 55 degree weather. I'm just not. You go to Angel Park? I do sometimes. It's okay. I prefer to go to uh, the one by my house. At, uh, the Red Rock? Nope. Red Rock? What's Red Rock? I mean, Country Club? You go Red Rock and just hit balls at the range. It's fantastic. You can do that? That's open to the public? Oh, I didn't know no, it was open to the public. Uh, yeah, there's a public oh, side and the, the one a, by Sun, the, the course up by Sun City has a golf has, has, has a driving range. Oh, um, that's where I go to. Okay, which is that's like a grass, a, that's a grass one, right? That's yep. yeah, okay. It's like, oh, I don't know, it's probably I forget the name of that course. I know what you're talking about. 10 minutes from my house, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's where I, and I play there. That those three courses that are in Sun City are the ones I play a lot, right. just okay. for practice yeah. rounds in the afternoons. It's so it's it's great. I don't know. I grew up playing this way and I've, I've realized that I've gone back to it more in the last five years. And I am actually really happy and happier when I get to do it to tee off at four o'clock by myself and go play nine holes and like whip through nine holes. It's crazy. I learned how to play at a very you know late age. It was just playing too many other sports and right. didn't have time for it. You're a hockey player. Like you hit, you hit a golf ball pretty well. But I play hockey lefty and yeah. I golf righty. Oh, so wow. Completely different. Yeah. Why? So I hope. I, I don't know because I think I'm left-handed trapped in a right-handed world. I, play, I do some things lefty. I do some other things righty. Very confusing. So when the first time someone handed you a golf club, your first inclination was to go right-handed? I don't think so. But I was playing baseball, and I preferred to hit righty. I could hit okay. both when I was young, but I preferred to hit righty, and it felt better. But I could never play hockey righty. I just played hockey lefty, yeah. So, but I used so to you, go all do you, the time. So, do you like the, the so uh, holding a hockey stick? You're right-handed dominant, or you are you left-handed dominant? Uh, I mean, my top hand's my right hand. Hold on, right. So, so, so is it right? But I mean, like, if, if you watch, you watch hockey players. Like, which hand is most dominant on on the stick? 
Like defensemen, oftentimes I've been told this, that defensemen will play like that because they're right-handed, but they want to be right-handed dominant for stick poking. Oh, so, so they'll play, there'll be a left point, a left-handed point defenseman. Never even occurred to me to even think of that. I don't know. Cause they're right. Cause they would purge cause stick checking. They prefer to be right-handed dominant because they, right. but they, they're able to reach and they're going to play in the left side of the point and be a left-handed shot. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I never thought about the, the right hand, left hand dominant. Okay. I just know that's the way I played. But right. when I started playing golf, I used to go um, and do the same thing you did. I would go by myself yeah. and get paired up. I met so many cool people. Oh no, I want to be, I always ask, I call ahead and say, can I play by myself? I play two balls by myself. I don't want anyone with me. That's that's why I like it. I put now I put earbuds in. And I just go play. Oh. It's peace and serenity. And I I call ahead and go, hey, are you busy? If I come, can I can I go out solo with a cart? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, come on down. And or like, no, nah, we're we're too busy, man. So and then I can't do it. I'm I like, did oh. that after I came back from Curacao. Nice. Because I came back from the islands and didn't have a job for like a year. <laughs> All I did was play golf and play cards and. Oh travel and it was unbelievable but <laughs> the life playing golf by yourself is fun like it can be fun and you oh, learn I practice. so yeah. much it's practice i mean i snuck the way i like this is going to sound kind of like a funny story but I, I i lived in a very rich town i was not a rich kid so i learned the game of golf by sneaking on to the end of a country club at dusk where the members and, would be gone right. so how we would do it is we would sneak in between groups uh-huh. So we, we would see a hole. We would jump in. Kids played, don't do this. Don't do this. Kids you can't really this. anymore. But like I would, I would sneak in. I would play two or three holes. Mm-mm. And then we'd go back. And we play right. the same two or three holes. we look for the same oh, window right. Right. and jump in. And I was 12 years old. We'd grab Garcia Vega cigars. We thought we were fun. thought we were cool. So we'd throw, throw them down. We'd go ahead. And, you know, we were caddies. So we watched how all the, the pros did it or how the members did it. And we just want to mimic the members. Right. I got chased off by the groundskeeper. I don't know, thousands of times to the point where at the end of one summer, he just came up to us and said, all right, I'm sick of chasing you two off this course. Right. Here's the time. This is when you can come play. These are the right. holes you can play. Right. This is the time because we never, we were always respectful. Like we never, we, we always replaced our divots. We always tended the, the green properly. We never, we, we repaired our spike marks. Like of we, course. We were always very respectful of the game and of the course. And eventually he figured that out, that we were just playing. Like we we're just two kids who wanted to play. Right. So Mike Trombley and I, Mike recently passed away, but Mike Trombley and I, he lived at the bottom of the hill. The top of the hill was the Inner Country Club. So we would uh-huh. go grab our clubs and we'd walk up and we would just sit and wait. <laughs> and then we would put on there and we would just act like we belonged, like a couple of kids. Because walkers were allowed to be there after. If you were a member and a walker, you could go out. Kids could play oh. after five. That's how I learned the game. That's how I learned playing. And it stuck with me. I could have played in college. I could have played in high school. I, I, I never wanted to because I always knew the game would be the one thing I'd play the rest of my life. Right. In team sports, I would not. So I play team sports instead. Kids, we, we appreciate you. If you're watching or listening to the show, subscribing to the show, hitting the like button while you're here and telling people about the show, but don't tell them if you go sneak on a golf course <laughs> that you heard it from me. If you blame Peralta, go ahead. he's at Sports Talk. Matt, yeah, say, oh, he it. did it. I'll own it. Pirates just hit a home run. It's one nothing. Buckos. Carlos Santana. Ding dong. one nothing. Buckos. Who's, who's pitching for the Red Sox? Kluber. Oh, gosh. Let's freeze in there. There's no one at the park. There's not. It's a day game in the middle. It's, let's see. (laughs) 
Let's check out the, the, the air temperature in Boston, Massachusetts right now is a balmy um, 42 degrees. That is no fun. 42 degrees. I'm getting texts right now from, from my Pittsburgh guys. Are you coming home for the home opener? I don't think oh. so. No. I would like to, but I got people I got to answer to here. Yeah. She may lock, she may change the locks. If I say I'm <laughs> going to the pirate home opener, like on the spur of the moment, it's gonna right. cost like a dime to get the plane ticket. I got a place to stay or two, but like she ain't gonna be happy with me. So I gotta I gotta strategically plan that. But um Not that's fun. Like that, so golf still has that like does it still get you excited to go play golf? A hundred percent. That's good. The masters get that. the masters golf. I love there's certain sounds in life that I love. Yeah. Spikes on cement heading to the first tee is high for sounds that I absolutely love. You can't wear metal spikes anymore, Matthew. Yeah, just spikes in general. Yeah. But spikes still make noise. Right. Oh, that I hear crunch. it every day when these kids, I mean, they yeah. used to walk around the house with their cleats on. Right. I mean, that, 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 that clinking sound that when you walk into the first yeah. tee, I love playing golf in the summertime in the morning. Like it's super fun to be out there when you don't get it much in Vegas because it goes from like 90 to 105, but like right. back at home, it would go from like 75 to 95 and you get that, that ramp up of temperature and there's dew on the grass and it starts to warm up and the, you know, the, the, the course plays differently on the front. Prefer the morning tea time or the late tea time? By myself afternoon for with people morning. Right. I prefer to play with more. I, I love the, I love the lunchtime turn. I, I just, I love the hot dog. I love the beer. You know, you don't drink. I, I, I don't drink much on the golf course ever, but I do love the fact that you can go out there and play in the morning, have lunch, have an afternoon beer, you know, get, get to the end four hours. I used to say I was a PM player because I would always come alive on a back nine. Okay. Or when we started later, Guys would wear out quicker, and I would mm -hmm. I would last longer. It took me a long time to become an AM player and have that early tea time and get loose. Couldn't get loose first thing in the morning. It's, it's tough, tough, but I often I mean you got to go to bed the right time. You got to do it right. Like it's an athletic event. People like my boys, <laughs> my boys Andrew and AC never figure that out. That like <laughs> it was you can't go and party till two a.m. and have an eight o'clock tea time. It doesn't really work. When's the last time you did a like a guy's golf trip? Uh, AC's bachelor party here in Vegas, which was about a year ago. Oh, you did like back to back to back days of golf. Yeah, we we, we played. It was it was pretty wild. You ever had caddy girls? No, <laughs> those are fun. That was that was a that was a, my first experience doing that here in Vegas. Highly shots? recommend it. What? What? You know what caddy girls are here in Vegas? No. Oh, uh, when the caddies come and they're they're not really caddies. <laughs> it's that's a fun experience. Talking about golf. It what is golf. Talking. You just said guys' trip was a, it was a guys' trip. We played three. We played golf three straight days, and on the final day. Oh God. Four very attractive young ladies showed up to be our caddies, <laughs> and it was extremely fun. It was, it was a um, interesting were they, day. Were they lefty or right? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't really matter to me. <laughs> it was fun though, and so that that was a uh, yeah. So I have done a guy trip recently. It was a year ago when we did that. It was a lot of fun. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I think it's. I mean, we used to go to places like Penn National in the middle of Pennsylvania, nice. where they were just. 
play golf and like you were six cabins and everybody met at night. That's so fun. Played cards all yes, night. That's so fun. Ordered pizza, talk shit. Yep. Get up in the morning, get your draws, go yep. out, play 18, come in, eat, go, go back out, play yep. nine. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes some guys would go and play 18 more, but like nine yep. was enough. And then everybody went, met quick eat play cards, do it again. It's Those are the best. They like, are. They're phenomenal trips. And, and we are long overdue for one of those. Can you imagine what the BVB, like golf outing weekend could be if we pick a state? Can we not do it here? Definitely not doing it in New Vegas. Okay. I would love not to do it here. I would, I would love to do that, but I'd love to do that not here. We're not doing it here. Okay. Absolutely not. Because it's too much like I want the experience of being away. Yeah. Versus like we live here. <laughs> like most of the courses here I've played. Like I want to go some, I want to go to a place where, man, if I could swing it. Have you ever heard of Dismal River? Dismal River? Yeah. Sounds like your picks last night, but no. I went three and one last night, my friend. Thank you very much. I had a nice winning night last night. Right, Sixers is all I remember. That was oh, Dismal well, That's River fine. But I, I I had a good night. I didn't bet the Sixers game because I told you if Jalen Brown was out, I wasn't betting it. So. Yeah, Jalen Brown was out. Anyways. Although I did bet plus five and a half in game and cash that because your Sixers were brain dead at the end of the game. What was the end of it? Go ahead. <laughs> they were brain dead in that game. Oh, but Dismal River is the course I walked with Jack in Western Nebraska, where you can fly. You fly Western, in Western Nebraska. You yeah. want to do this in Western Nebraska? <laughs> so it's unbelievable. There's two courses. One's private, one's public. Dismal River is is, is is public, but you can potentially get on the private course too. It's Lynx Golf in America. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It was unbelievable. Like that, I mean, maybe not there, but that type of course, I want to play something that we don't get normally here. Something can we unique. go to the Carolinas and play something with trees or something? Let's go, let's go to Myrtle. Oh, that beach golf is like Lynx golf too, though. There's no yeah. trees. Let's there. go to Myrtle. Let's go to Myrtle. Myrtle's phenomenal. I would love go to or San, I, I go to Sanibel Island. You, you want to go to Florida? Go play at Sanibel Island. Man, we could do that. That would be fun Let's to go sit. play that. We got golf guys here. Maybe to, to, to we'll have to figure out put something. We got to get a fucking sponsor first. But once <laughs> we do that, we're gonna have a golf outing. It'd be great. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> All right. So back to hockey. Yep. Go ahead. Jets and the Flames are playing tonight. I have a bet on this. I'll let your take, and I'll give it to you in better to book it. But how do you mm. feel about the Jets and the Flames tonight? Um, I mean, I can't quit the Flames. I can't quit. Betting against the Jets. This is one of those games that, like, they're pissed off. Be in the book, and everybody would be the Flames just lost to the Blackhawks. Yeah, <laughs> they can't win. Right, da, 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 and then they go win. Right. I don't know. I like Calgary. So do I. You, you know, said this I, is in better book it. It is. I, I like Calgary. We'll get more to that later. Okay. Oilers win three one last night at the L.A. Kings. They're now moved up to the number two option to win the West. Plus four twenty to win the West. I'm telling you, I I good game. I'm getting real close to saying Edmonton's the team to beat in the West. They're 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 playing defense in really impressive ways. You know, it's funny. Uh, so had a bit of a meltdown last night, just myself in the house with these kids, and then yeah, you know the the, the trying to get all the accountants' information uh, for him ready, and I had the game on. And I'm watching it but I'm not listening. I'm just watching. 
And I'm like, damn, Edmonton looks good. Like, wow, this is their plan. Man, they got, got a goalie. Like, I think they got a goalie. So I sent a text to the, well, the hockey guy at Caesars here, who I used to work with, TFOS, Tommy. And I said, is it time to bet Edmonton? And he's known, like, every year before the season, he picks two teams in each conference to win it all. and. I've seen him hit the Kings. I've seen him hit like some crazy tickets. So he never tells you who they are until the playoffs start. I used to sit next to him and go, who you got? And he wouldn't tell you, but he would tell you as the playoffs started because you could see it in the odds. Right. Check the odds for Edmonton. Four to one to win the West. Yeah. He, he, he didn't say it. But he said it It depends on the matchup. And then I asked him, can you put up the exactus, please? Please. The software won't allow him to do it until the regular season is complete because it crosses numbers or something wrong with it. I get it. It's not the right answer, but it is a good answer. Okay. So his limitations are he would have it up now, but he can't put it up. So we we were discussing that last night, and it came up. That Edmonton, it if you haven't, if you don't know, now you know. Right. You got to watch out for Edmonton. <laughs> I I think you bet him to win the West. I think you bet him to win the cup. I think those are two decent bets at the moment. Give me Edmonton. By the way, it was 88. It, it, it was 88-89. That was Gretzky with the Oilers beating the Bruins. Yeah. I want revenge for that. Not 99 to 1. 1991. No, I thought I thought you were saying that because that's when the Penguins swept the Bruins and went on no, to their first. No, I'm not worried about the Penguins. I, I thought that's why you said 1991 because no, I was like, oh, you, still you don't want any part great. of the Bruins in the, in the opening round. You want no, you want the Penguins to avoid the Bruins at all cost. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you saw last night, but the Penguins looked like they were 80 years old last they night. They did. They got Devils. housed, housed by the Devils. Josh Bowie, who writes for The Athletic, one of the Penguin writers, posted it and said, this may be the end. Oh, like, of it all? Well, it just may. I mean, they've, they've made yeah, the playoffs, what? Crosby, Malkin, and the, end of the like, run? But this is, he said they look like an old adult league team playing against kids. And they did. Like, it, when it was 3 nothing, I didn't turn it back on. I just right. kept checking the score. I was like... If they don't score, it's done. And they didn't score. It was through four nothing. It was five. It was done. So uh, I, I don't want to say it out loud, but I mean, I told, I said it yesterday. I want to see him make the playoffs to keep the streak alive, but it's going to be an ugly week. Is the streak important to the fans? No, really, not in Pittsburgh. No, they oh. want to win. Yeah. They just want to win. Like and the Penguins has been along with the Steelers, they've won. Right. They've tasted it. It wasn't right, even that long ago. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, if if they don't make the playoffs and the streak's broken, there's going to be a call to blow let's it up. Get the shit together. Blow it up. Break it up. Let's go. Yeah. Trading things off. It's interesting. Oilers are laying 350 at the Ducks on a back to back. The puck line's minus 146. You want the Ducks? <laughs> no. What the hell could I offer you to take the Ducks with real money? Nothing. Even $20. It, I'm, I'm shocked it's not two and a half yet. It will be. I mean, it should be two and a half. It's it's minus 152 now on the puck line. So it's, yeah. it's going up. 
Before <laughs> betting the puck line is ridiculous. It's oh, but it's seven oh, wow. and a half now. That changed. That should have started there, right? Man, FanDuel has no chill. They don't care, man. They fly. They flash seven and a half more than anybody else. They don't give a flip. No. I mean, they're trying to. I mean, I like what they're doing. They're getting off the market a little bit. I haven't seen many seven and a halfs in Vegas. Have you? No. I mean, it's it's rare I see a seven and a half flash in Las Vegas. It's always an East Coast book that flashes the seven and a half. Yeah. Seven over a quarter, and they'll they'll do that. It's seven flat in Vegas. Yep. DraftKings is already peaking seven over fifteen. But under 162, though, per seven and a half. That's not nice. <laughs> it's expensive that's to bet. That's expensive. That's a <laughs> Yeah, that's a don't, don't bet, bet it. Yeah, don't bet it. Right, stay away from this. Don't bet this. Or, or put it up. It over. Was well, plus one thirty two, but eight goals is a lot. Edmonton scoring five, weren't they? Yeah, but how many goals are the Ducks? I'd rather bet Edmonton team total. Is that four and a half? That's um, probably four and a half. Four and a half, two and a half, or four and a half, three. Let's see. Edmonton Maybe team five. total is four and a half minus one hundred six. Juice to the under. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anaheim is two. They and score half. five, don't they? I think they score five. I would agree. Yeah, I mean seven and a half. You'd say five two. That's what they're expecting. One zero top of five. Now Pittsburgh. Leads. I've been to, I've been to those mid. The Red Sox don't care. Like I've, I've been to those games at Fenway Park. There's no energy. It's freezing cold. They're traveling. Red Sox are on the road. Right. Tomorrow, yep. they don't care. They want to get on a plane now. <laughs> like they just, the faster that game will end, the better. Yeah, it's this. They can't be honest. Kluber looks pretty good. Everyone's gonna look good when it's forty-five degrees outside. Yeah, nobody wants to hit in that. And and it's because they played last night. They're tired. It's the beginning of the year. I mean, it's one nothing New York against the Phillies right now in the sixth. Same temperature, same weather system. Not nice there either. No. I saw the beginning of that game. They want yeah. out. They all they, they all they all want to go somewhere else. Oh. Like, why are we here? Yeah. Don't want to be here. Yeah. It's a game. It doesn't matter. I mean, getting swept by the Pirates is not going to sit well in Boston, but it doesn't really matter. Red Sox fans are kind of right here on the BVB. Yeah, for you, you'd be happy. But, yeah. but like, they're going to Detroit to Tampa the next two stops for the Red Sox. Tampa's up again. Oh, good. Well, how, how many runs? I bet that that's my first bet of the day. Oh, good. I yeah. hit it. Yeah, I cashed it. Why? That. Why? Over team total four and a half against Patrick Corbin. Oh, nice. There you first go. First bet of the day cashes. One oh, that's nice. That's good. Okay. I didn't, I didn't even cash that fast, but that's good. I bet against Patrick Corbin. So that's good. So that's how my phone was buzzing. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why my phone buzzing? I mean, it was 130. I mean, I laid I laid minus 130 on it last night. So it wasn't like it was cheap right. to do it. But okay. I thought about doing over five and a half. And that was plus money. That was plus one twenty-five. Uh huh. And the, and that might cash too. <laughs> so I didn't do that. But Milwaukee's four-four in the with the Mets. So we'll, we'll do that in a little bit. Um. So here's my question: If you can't bet the exacto, why does FanDuel have Toronto and Tampa first-round playoff matchup numbers already up? I don't know. I don't know. We talked about that last night briefly on Sports Grid. Okay. What's the advantage in betting that? That you think Toronto, the number's going to go up? Because yes. I don't think the number's going to go up between now and then. Oh. No. Why would it go up? Injury. Somebody could get hurt. Yeah. 
it's only going to go down. Like if you wanted to grab Tampa though, I mean, if you, if you want to bet Tampa best price is probably now. Right. So bet Tampa. Right. So why in the hell would you lay that price on Toronto? Oh, hell no. What is it up for? Yeah. There's no point. There's no, but, but it's up because they want Tampa money. Maybe. You want someone to bet Tampa? It's a really, it's a really weird deal. It's the only playoff series you can. It's plus one fourteen on Tampa, minus one thirty four on Toronto, mm-hmm. and you can bet it. You know, number of games. You can bet it. You know, who wins what. It's, but it's the only series because we know it's going to happen. It's already locked in. But still, right. exactas can't go up, but a first round playoff series can. Uh, I mean, that number is not going to change as far as the bet number and where it's at in the system. Okay. So it makes sense in that regard, but I don't see any reason to put it up. I mean, you know, because if Vasilevsky gets hurt between now and then, every, the price is completely blown up. Right. Like, what is the purpose? I don't, I, maybe it's just a quick price discovery. Like, see, just put it up and see what they do with it. I don't know. Can't get hurt, you know. It's not anything that you got to worry about. Mm. And not many people are betting it. Um, I just wanted to, I I found this stat and I just found that for the Red Sox. Yep. 12 stolen bases allowed are the most by any team through their first five games since the 1987 Montreal Expos and Minnesota Twins. Wow. So on top of everything else that's going on with the pitching, They've given up the most stolen bases by a team in 35 years. And this is perfect because if you're trying to eviscerate the Red Sox for what they've done in the offseason. Big word. It's a, this is an inside school thing, but one of the positions that everybody all winter long was talking about was what the fuck are you doing with the catcher position? Like, what are you doing? Because they allowed their best pitcher or sorry, catcher to walk traded or traded him to Houston, traded him right. Yeah. To Houston. Uh-huh. And this Reese McGuire guy is a journeyman quadruple quadruple a baseball player. Mm-hmm. And Connor Wong has absolutely no business catching consistently in the major leagues. Mm. So this was, everyone said, wait, 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 what are you doing with that position? This is crazy. And now that stat will give everyone who talked about it all winter long mm. some extreme ammo, ammo to go right to the front office and say, sure. um, what are you doing with the catcher position? Because again, it's a huge problem. And yeah. we knew it was going to be a huge problem. We told you it was going to be a huge problem. You knew it was going to be a huge problem. You did nothing about it all winter. Mm. So, I mean... Just wanted to put that into that. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a great point And it's a really big problem in a year where we're seeing a huge spike in stolen bases defensively, the Red Sox, you may want to bet stolen base props against the Red Sox for a bit. Jay Park said that's a former pirates draft pick. Is it? Yeah. He sucks. (laughs) Reese McGuire sucks. Absolutely. Totally blows defensively. Yeah. He can hit a, he he can hit a touch. I mean, it's he's in there for his offense because they need help offensively. Right. Defensively. He's uh, uh, and Connor Wong is no. We're going to the top of the six. So if you had under um, in the first round, 
got or in the first five, I mean, that you got there. Oh, Tampa got six, too. Damn it. Pirates lead 1-0. <laughs> Keller it's... is dealing. He's got six. Is that say six Ks? Wow, this is great. Tampa's got yeah, – Tampa scored six, so they came in on the – pitches through five innings. Keller Ooh. looks good. Boom, boom, boom. This Chicago great. and Cincinnati has been rained out. Oh. So that game's now out off the board. So that, that kind of stinks. You got that. When's so, the last time you were at a rainout game? Wow. Can't remember the last time I was at a rainout game. I don't know. I can't tell you. Long time. Long, long time. We were in Boston, the, not last summer, the summer before when I took the kids to Fenway. Yeah. And it poured. I mean, that, like, you know that rain. Oh, yeah. And I said, we're not going to get it in. And then the kids were like, no, it's going to stop. And somehow it stopped and we played. But then we went to New York the next day to see Shohei pitch. We were going to get to see Otani pitch in person there in New York. They canceled the game before we were out of the car, before the game started. That's how bad it was in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the last rainout I was at. So Corey Kluber is done. Five innings, one run ball. He worked around a bases loaded first inning jam, sailed yes, the did. rest of the game. He had one pesky pole home run by Santana. Oh, it was a cheapy. It wasn't even a real home run. All right. I mean, it was a home run. It just... It, it, 310 feet. It's the shortest dinger in baseball, basically. So it would have been out the regular park, but it went down the line. Yeah. It hit the pole. Did it? Yes. I don't think it did. It, I'm reading the tweet. Hit the pole. One home run that happened to hit the pole. He was unlucky. It's going foul. Just hit the just hit the pole. Okay, that's how it's one nothing right now. Looks like so. it curved around. I didn't watch the replay. I'm trying to do the show. Go ahead. <laughs> it's one nothing. Par three tournaments going on right now, which is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's cool to watch live too. The guys are so darn good. All right, so your head coach Doc Rivers decides to. After the win last he's night, he's my head coach now. What the hell are you talking about? It's your team, is it not? That's I, I really do enjoy watching the Sixers. <laughs> so you, crazy, it's man. over, it's over. Vince Carter, over, it's done. Is it? Is the MVP race over? How is it not? I mean, how is it not? It's one performance, it's one game. So, we're gonna say one game ends the whole thing. He's gone. He's gone to minus one thousand at Fanduel. <laughs> after after last night, he's he was two. He was minus two fifty before the game. He's minus. He's one to a hundred now. No, minus a thousand is ten to one. Oh, ten to one is it? Oh, that's, yeah, ten to one. Two. Sorry, yes, yes, sorry, yes, sorry. Ten to one. Well, one just, to ten. Just one to just, ten though. Just right. Exactly. Just move yeah. the decimal point over two, two yeah. zeros. That's the number. So one to one. ten. Um, so, I just don't like minus one. Is it? Is it I don't know. Stun. Jokic is Betting 12. Wise, Jokic is 12 to one. Giannis is 12 to one. I mean, we're talking about a huge chasm between them and Embiid. Oh, Yoshi just butchered a ball off the wall. Double for Reynolds. He'll learn. I don't know if he should have had that or not. That playing at left field of Fenway is tough. It is. Did you see the whole controversy about the ball? His first what? home run. His first home run ball. What about it? So a couple of pirate fans caught Yoshi's first home run ball. Right. And they gave it to a family that was two little kids that were on the green monster. Okay. First game for the kids. Red Sox tried everything in their power to get the ball back as Yoshi wants it. Right. Parents told him to go fly a kite. Wouldn't give him the ball back. 
You know what will get him the ball? Pay for the kid's college education. He'll get the ball. Pay for the kid's – you want me $100,000 for a kid's ball? Bad you want the ball. Not that bad. Well, they they we, offered him a meet and greet. They offered him a meet and greet. tickets A to, meet and greet? Yeah, tickets to games, an autographed baseball, another autographed baseball. It's, it's, it's a ball that means nothing to them, really. It's a home run ball. About? We caught Yoshi's first ball. Home run. Yeah, they're trying to they're gonna go sell it. Somebody's gonna pay. Yeah, they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait and they're gonna, they're gonna sell it when he turns into the rookie of the year and they'll sell it. It sucks. It's too it's just it's it's not good. It's bad. It's it's not good. Give him the ball back. Give him whatever you gotta get. Ask for whatever you gotta get, but give him the ball back. But yes, Yoshi's gonna learn that left field. Money. That's what you want. You want right. money? Yeah, it's a baseball it's memorabilia. Like, like, come on, man! It's, it, it means it means more to him than it means more to you. And they didn't even catch it. The problem is, the Red Sox fans are mad because they didn't even catch it. Pirate fan caught it and handed it to a kid. Nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't even catch the damn thing. Like it's not even, you, you were you were handed it and now you're holding it for ransom. Like if the kid caught it or something and you had some like cool play or whatever, like okay, maybe watch why. No. Kids are like six and five. They're tiny. <laughs> bad mojo. Oh, that's bad. Right. Mo- that's bad mojo. Give the ball back. God. Give the ball back. Uh, so it's over, oh, huh? All right. So that's I, over. I think it's over. Okay. I do. The East. We did the West yesterday. Here's the here's the East. So mm-hmm. Brooklyn, who's playing tonight against Detroit. Mm-hmm. We've got the Brooklyn Nets who have not clinched a playoff spot yet, but will, uh-huh. but they've got 36 losses. They are the last team not in the play-in. Miami's got 37 losses. The Atlanta Hawks have 39 losses. Mm. Really. It's Miami that they got to worry about. Mm-hmm. Can Miami get out of the play-in and knock, knock the nets back. Miami plays Philly tomorrow in yep. Philly on TNT. And then they play Friday in Washington. Mm-hmm. And then Orlando at home to end the year. Uh, so they got to win two or three and have Brooklyn lose to Detroit tonight, which they're not. <laughs> Highly doubtful. Uh, highly doubtful. And then they play Orlando at a home. That'd be awesome if they did. I don't know. Philly. Philly had the chance to determine who's going to get in. The Sixers, last game of the year on the road at Brooklyn. They may not Phil- play a person in that game. Correct. <laughs> they played nobody in that game. But they oh. could, if they wanted to, they could keep Brooklyn, knock them to the play-in tournament if they wanted to. Perry Adakis just came in and said um, he's holding a big ticket on Brooklyn to miss the playoffs. Well, that's, they're going to, well, okay, what's the house rule on that, though? Sit in the it, top six. So not to the play-in. Does it catch after the, after the regular season after. over or after the play-in? A lot of times, I don't know, you got to read the house rules because to miss the playoffs means you can play in the play-in. And lose. And win, and you're in the playoffs. Right, okay. So that's so final eight. So, so you have to be one of the final eight seeds. You have to be one of the final eight, yes. Okay. Yes. That's possible still, even if they do make it. Yeah. Well, no. If they, if they make, they're out of the play-in, then they make the playoffs. So then, no, yeah, you do want them to lose. I mean, I'm I'm pretty impressed. Brooklyn being 43 and 36 is pretty impressive given what they've gone through. Right. No Kyrie, no Kevin Durant. Yet they're a playoff team. 
I mean, Jacques Vaughn, that's a pretty good job by Jacques Vaughn. Safe. I don't even know how that just happened. But Two nothing. Just got another run. There you go. Yeah, a little dribbler up the first baseline, turned into a single, and a run scored. And now the Pirates lead 2 nothing. This is great. <laughs> this is great. You can have this. I told you. You can have all the baseball wins you want. I'll, t- I'll take I'll take my other two teams. I'm good. I'm out with the Red Sox. Red Sox. I'm not gonna get mad about the Red Sox pretty much all year. I'm I'm, I'm whatever they do. I'm I'm fine. Just watch. Oh. Winning, losing. I have four championships. I'm good. Uh three teams in the West have 38 losses. Yes. Warriors, Clippers, Lakers. Uh-huh. Which team is not going to be in the plan? Which team is or, not? Going sorry, to which be, team is which going team to be? Is sorry, going to be in the play. Yeah, we rephrase that. Two which of the three going, are going to be five and six, and the other one's going to have to win a game to to get in the playoffs. Um. Well, basically, no. Wait, you get to flip that around. Yeah. No, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. One of one of the three will be in the play. Right. That's what I just said. Yeah. So Clippers and the Lakers play tonight. <laughs> Um, get to that game in a second, but they play tonight. That's the game, right? The loser of that game. <sighs> the loser of the game, they play tonight, right? Correct. Yeah. A lo- it's a playoff game. It's the play. It's to stay out of the, you control the destiny, right? It's a hell of a game tonight. Clippers are three-point favorites. Why? Four and a half it was. Now it's down to three and a half? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> three in a couple places. Wow. It was four and a half before the show. Lakers Move on, the, on um, the Lakers. Lakers off of last night. They tried to give that game away. Mm-hmm. I mean, they tried and tried and tried. <laughs> I watched the end of that game going. They still just, I mean, they gave LeBron the ball and sat around and watched, and nobody knew what to do. And it was just like, I still don't know. 135-133. A lot of people, a lot of people are saying, like a lot of people that I like and respect are telling me these Lakers are gonna win the West. Yes. So yesterday. I know. I don't see it. Nor do I, but I, 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 I a lot of momentum. Just not, just not like they just don't have that basketball IQ. Let's put it that way. I don't know. They don't have basketball IQ, but if LeBron says I'm gonna go try to win a championship, people pay attention. They're like, oh, LeBron's motivated. Yeah, great. See what he does. I mean, the playoffs, you don't play back-to-backs in the playoffs. You have more rest. Right. You can space out your, you know, you can figure out how to do do the rotation to keep everybody fresh. And if Anthony Davis stays healthy, and if he goes for 40 a night, they're going to be a formidable opponent for anybody. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I don't know. Doesn't matter who they play. All that being said, I think I would take the three tonight. (laughs) Well, everybody is. That's the run, right? Four and a half, four, three and a half. It's all that. That's what's coming down here. With Lakers and so it's all coming down to it. I see openers here three and a half. There hasn't been movement in a couple of places. They opened it here three and a half. Places last night may have been four and a half, but no, like this morning it was three and a half. Vandal this morning was four and a half. It's three and oh. a half. Two hours ago it was four and a half. Wow. At Vandal. Wow. And that was three. So moved a point and a half. They're so off market. Must have told them, yeah, we need to get that back in line. Here we go. Right. Huh. Pull that down. Why are the Mavericks six point favorites to the Kings? I know the Kings clinched. Is that why? Yeah. This has Kings to be right. This is like um 
what can I equate this to? Week Last 17 week of the NFL. Week 17 in the NFL, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's 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 what this is. This last couple games. Complete silliness. Well, because the Mavericks have to, to win. They yeah. have to win. They have no choice. They must win. You're just trying to find a number that at least somebody might bet the other side. Okay. It's no this is no there's nothing scientific about this. This is I have no idea what the hell Dallas is doing. And I definitely don't know anything that Sacramento is doing. So just put up six and a half, seven, and let it go. And yeah, because Sacramento's got the three seed locked down. So they're not going anywhere. The, the Suns are four games back of them. So they're, they're good. And Memphis, who's the two seed? They can't Memphis. Catch. Memphis has got, is, is, they're up by two, they're down by two games against Memphis, but it's only, they, they can't, I don't think they can catch them. I don't think they can catch them either. So Memphis is the, the other game tonight. Pelicans, who need it, Grizzlies do not. Lines five and a half. <sighs> just, <laughs> just observe. Like that, there's nothing so, to bet here. I so think. okay. So well, here, here's my question. Oh, I just lined out. Bases loaded. <laughs> Two nothing. Bottom of the sixth. Yeah, that won't bite you in the ass. Uh, what if you do a <sighs> Pelicans Maverick? Parlay, money line parlay. You and these chalky parlays. Like I liked it when the teams were playing for something, and like we they are playing. We are playing. For I something. know they're playing for something. The favorites, but sometimes the dangerous teams are the ones that aren't quote unquote playing for anything. Fair, but these are teams that right, like the Blackhawks last night just <laughs> took yeah, all that out. But not the bet I made. So I mean, Toronto, Colorado. I mean, Colorado almost coughed it up. They sure did. They had to win it. They had to win it overtime. Oh. So that, I was I was sweating oh. the Colorado game, but right? they won. Toronto yeah. won easily. They won on the puck line, and then Colorado came in and won. So the two legger right. that I played cashed. Right. Didn't play with Colorado because I, I I don't like my new rule. Not that I have rules, but like I I don't like three team money line parlays. It's there's just. Too much cash- stress. What? Too much stress. What do you? No, mean? I think the the reason. I mean, I think you told me or someone. To, I forget who told me this, but like, the reason why the money jumps so dramatically from a three legger to a two legger is because the books know how unlikely it is for a three legger to cash, where a two legger is much more consistently okay a play. So, am I wrong about that? On the, on a money line, it all yes. depends on what it is. Right, but like the average, no. like a, a three leg money line par, a three leg parlay at minus one ten should pay six to one, right? I theoretically, mean, theoretically, true math, six point five. Yeah, right. Okay, so theoretically, six point five. What's a two leg play? Two point five. Right, so it's not double. It's not. It should be three point five or three because it would be in half. You add one more, so you're jumping when you go from two a two leg parlay to a three leg parlay. The math increases. The odds increase tremendously because it's more difficult. Of all these things that you are on this show, between the lawyer, the meteorologist, and all these other things, you're not a math guy. What are you? Not at all. But I'm. But I'm talking about money in terms of how I'm betting. I am much. I am much more consistently cashing a two leg parlay than a three leg parlay. Yes. So I am playing two leg parlays way more than three leg parlays even on nights where like two nights think about how many different possibilities there are to lose a three-game parlay right so a gift like on that gift parlay that we saw the auto hit for all three or three games i only played two of them yeah and i cashed all three hit but i only played two of them right knowing that all three could play right i just rather take on the two last night toronto and color i could have played all three i didn't i played two I left. Luckily, I I skipped Colorado. I'm sorry, I skipped Calgary and the Blackhawks. I skipped that game. 
Right. So I just felt more, much more, more comfortable betting on Toronto, better teams, Toronto and in Colorado. So that's just how I'm. So I don't, I don't have a problem playing Pelicans Mavericks tonight. You're laying juice though. It's mm. minus 114. Yeah. That I don't love. No, but I laid 120 last night in cash. Um, okay, to baseball. So you mentioned we'll do some updates here on the games around the around that are currently in action. But how how are you feeling about a sub two hour baseball game? You liking it? That's a one nothing game. That's perfect, is it not? <laughs> it's. I mean, I don't have a problem with it at all. I think it's it's remarkable. The Marlins are going to have to win every start that Alcantara pitches, <laughs> but the Twins didn't get a runner to third base last night. That's dominance. <laughs> and he didn't even strike out a lot. He only had five Ks. That's sheer dominance. That's, I mean, that is really impressive. In today, today's world, complete game shutout, five Ks, not like 15. And five a guy don't touch third base. Nobody got to third base. Like, that's, that's, what do you have? One walk, I think, or no walks? I didn't check, but I think it might have been, it was low. I mean, the, the, the runners, if they got on base, they were taken off base quickly. <laughs> they were not left there long. Right. I want to see right now. I'm, I mean, so we, we got guys in here that were all over him to win the Cy Young last year. Right. And it paid. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sandy. One walk. Okay. One walk, five Ks, no earned, only three hits. Do you know what his K prop was? Six and a half? Six. Yeah. Still I mean, that's that's got to piss you off. Guy goes complete game shutout. Goes nine innings, gets all 27 outs and only five by K. That sucks. <laughs> that's like, that's like, man. I know what happens, but that's a, that sucks. That's like. Jeez, that's what. Should, that's why those K props are so oh, difficult. They are hard. There's They're a so, lot of people doing them too. Like that's you talked about. Masters why? What, why? What, what, because did, it's something that's there every day, and this content space is such shit. Right. Like, agreed. Let's 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 go on a second rant here for okay. just a minute. Not even a minute. It's the lowest hanging fruit of all the low hanging fruit with baseball props. It's easy to do. The pitcher is always going to have a K prop. So it's there and you just gravitate towards it. And then you hear all of these things and this and that, and this and that. And a guy with all these K's Contact who won rate. a Cy Young last year, right. goes and pitches a complete game shutout and only gets five. <laughs> and you go, Oh, you know, and then the next time he pitches, you have that information. And one is not related to the other because of the lineups. Right. Like, I don't get it, man, but I get it because it's always there. So it'll, it. I think there's more. I think it, I, I compare it to the gift parlay betting, the, 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 the gift betting a little bit because like auto is an, Chris auto does an incredible job of calculating and correlating all the different first, second and third periods, uh -huh. first 10 minutes, the streaks, the teams are on. It's a lot of trend betting and following trends. I do it too, but betting trends. So like you go ahead and look at a pitcher against a lineup over the last two or three years, how many times are they striking out? How many times are they putting the ball in play? You know, all these different, you know, B-A-B-I-P nonsense that you've got with baseball that you can look at and you think you have an edge and you really, at the end of the year, you're going to wind up 51, 52%. Reality. 
So but it's good content for some people. Let them have it, the content. I don't know if it's good guess, content as much as it's like it I, people want to people want to own it and they feel like that they're not doing a good job betting full games. So they want to be different and they want to separate themselves and be like, here comes a baseball K prop. You know, I don't know. It's it's the one thing I will say about it in a positive light is I do subscribe to the idea of taking a game and then shrinking the market you're betting down and following one particular market. So we talked about that yesterday a little bit. I did it last night uh-huh. where team totals against bad pitchers. Uh-huh. Don't worry about what the other team's going to do. So like the over is going to hit today for the Rays. It was eight for the Rays game today, but the Rays scored uh-huh. six runs against the Nationals. So, I mean, if it falls six, two, you lose, but the team total was four and a half. Yeah. So it's better to take the team total and go over than worry about the whole game. We need both lineups to score or sweat that the Rays don't score a ton of runs and get there themselves. And that McClanahan, who's an unbelievable pitcher will shut down the nationals. He gave up two runs already. So that's tough. Right. So I don't, I don't mind the idea of taking just a K prop and that's all I'm going to bet or focus on because it's too tough to handicap at all. And it is low hanging fruit. You're right. Just go and get one market and only focus on that one market. Right. So just a philosophy, but in the content space, yes, I would agree with you. <laughs> Perry Adakis just came in. Johnny P said it's a player prop. At the end of the day, all of the content space is centered around player props. Fair. It is. Fair. That's good to say. Facts is what my my students now say. Facts. Facts. It's really, I don't, I don't know why. It's so funny. Like whenever I'm talking, I my students go facts, facts. Like that's now a word. Like, yeah. We say facts now. Oh, okay. <sighs> Interesting. So Machado got tossed yesterday in the first inning for arguing whether or not he violated the pitch clock because he asked for time, didn't get time, and they rung him up on on a strike three. He lost it and went crazy, got Mm -hmm. ejected. Mm -hmm. Are we going to see this to end a game? Uh, Probably, right? Probably. (laughs) I would say yes, you think so? Yeah, wait till the gambling space loses a bet on a – Strike clock violation. I'm turning the social medias off when that happens. I don't want to. Gambling space is going to lose their mind. I had to turn it off last night. I I, I had to get away from it. I I just, 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 just I can't. Sometimes we just and then your feed yep. makes it worse. Like you, you now you see everything that mentions this or that or what I'm the like, for the for you channel versus the following channel I oh what is that what did he do it's a way of it's 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 feeding you an algorithm what you think you're gonna like so you get people like i see shit all the time that i'm like why am i seeing this like i don't want i intentionally avoid this nonsense and then i go and look and see oh it was on the for you side i'm not even following this person and i'm looking at this garbage it's no good no good nope no good double <laughs> okay, so we'll update this so are the pirates going to sweep the red Sox right now the answer is yes seven they are I know, unless your bullpen comes in and blows up but your bullpen's been pretty good in the series oh bednar's the, the all-star closer like you yeah. can't get a ninth it's a wrap baby got to get some insurance runs right now I, I, the orioles thought it was a wrap too so i went 100 like the Orioles closer yeah, is throwing more pitches. Sure. Than, uh, yeah. He's thrown more pitches over a hundred miles per hour than anybody in the last year in major league baseball. And the Red Sox scored walk off home run against him. <laughs> so guys throw hard again, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just more and more and more. I mean, even 
I saw Chapman. I saw a clip of him throwing 102. Three. Go. 103 as well. Yeah. Oh. He threw on consecutive pitches. He threw 102, 101, 103. <laughs> okay. How do you even remotely see that? Wow. What a terrible play by the Red Sox first baseman. Oh my gosh. Defense is not going to be a fun. <laughs> that was, but, I, but then again, I'm you're watching that from a coach's guy on second, nobody out in a ground ball to the first baseman. And he just came up and threw it across the diamond. And the guy was standing on the base. The, 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 the runner was already there. Like bad. he just, Oh my, your shortstop's going to be a problem all year, by the way, speaking of bad throws, that kid, he's got a cannon, but he has no idea where it's going. It's cold. He can't feel his fingers. <laughs> all right. He plays in Pittsburgh, by the way, just have wide like plays in, in Florida in Boston. It is in Pittsburgh, man. What? It's colder in Boston. than It is in Pittsburgh. No, it's warmer in Boston than it is in Pittsburgh. Well, I don't know. about that. The ocean regulates temperature. You're more landlocked. Pittsburgh colder than Boston. Yes. We get more snow than you do, but Boston's warmer than Pittsburgh. Temperature was. Get there. Oh, <laughs> get there. Look at him counting it down. Get there. Phillies are down two to one here to the Yankees. It's Nola against Cole. Zero. Phillies might go one in five. It's two one bottom of seventh. Yankees leading. It's just a tough start for them. Tough start. I mean, these are the starts that can put you Texas in the in the Yankees. What are they supposed to do? Oh no. Get up, O'Neill. <laughs> O'Neill Cruz just slid into third. The guy fell on him. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Get up. By the way, you can't do play by play. Remember that. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> Careful. Devers fell on him. Oh man. Drop a knee on him or just fall on him? Ground ball went to center field. The center fielder threw it, not even close to home plate. Somebody grabbed the ball. The pitcher grabbed the ball in the back and threw it to the third. I don't know, even know who's covering third. <laughs> oh, he kicked him in the head. Okay. He's going to be all right. I think he's, he's going to be all right. No outs, two on. You're good. Oh, it's Otani day. Otani, our, our daily, our daily dose of Otani every day. <laughs> well, he's pitching today, so oh, yeah. on the, he's on the mound against Flexen and the Mariners. Are the Angels going to score more than two runs? Yes, they better. Yes, I like them on the run line tonight. You do? Mm-hmm. Trust the offense to get enough runs to three cover nothing. The run by line? the way, no. Yeah. 4-1 Yankees. Today, by the way. What? what the hell? It's 82 degrees in Pittsburgh today. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's all. Brian Bartone just came in and said the average high in April in Pittsburgh is 61. The average high in Boston in April is 57. Take the whole – go ahead and do it the whole year. Look at average temp in Boston, average temp in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Boston will February be February in Pittsburgh is fucking freezing. <laughs> I used to hate February. It's hotter in the winter in Pittsburgh. It's hot, hotter in the summer in Pittsburgh. It's colder in the winter in Pittsburgh. Um, Ocean regulates temperature in Boston. I can't believe this is this high with the with the Angels' offense being what it is. Really? I yeah. This seems a bit excessive. It's flex. It's because of flexing. He's only going to go about three to four innings max. Total in a game is either seven over a quarter or seven. That's because of that's because of Otani and the Angels' offense. But it's supposed right. to be, Robbie Ray was supposed to pitch in this game. Robbie Ray got hurt. 
So this is this is a bullpen game for the Mariners. Otani Day is easier to spell than Wednesday. Great call, Sonic. <laughs> so we're gonna have to call it Otani Day. Otani it Day. It's a time. I, like I mean, when he's pitching, I mean, why not? Yeah, we'll call it Otani. He had 10 Ks in the first. What's outing. his K prop today? Oh, talk um, about K props. Eight. It should be eight. Yeah, that's probably a, a good number, given what he because they're going to let him go. Seven and a half over, maybe or eight. Because they they need they need him to 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 go. So it's seven and a half juice to the over. Nice one fifty two. Still got it. <laughs> Ain't fucking been in a book and. Two and a half years. Still got it, boys. Um, you want over or under that number? Strikeouts? Seven and a half over minus what? Over. 152. You're going to lay to 52? I would. I mean, if I was going to bet it, Better I would. Book it. I'll book it. That's great. He I don't bet, K, I don't bet K props, but I, I think they're going to let Otani go. Otani right only went six innings in the in, on opening day. They're going to, and they lost the game. They're going to let him go today. Why are they off tomorrow? No, they just need a win. They scored seven runs in the first matchup against the Mariners. Two runs yesterday. But I think they, they scored. Are off. They are off tomorrow, by the way. Okay. I think they'll, they'll let him go. They, they, they're going to score. I think they score runs today on flexing. We'll have to keep an eye on this, but him pitching the day before an off day. Right. Might lead to him getting an extra inning, oh. right? Because now he doesn't have to go hit tomorrow. Right, or off tomorrow. Right, you know, because I mean, you got to protect him, of course, for the long haul. But these games against teams like the Mariners in the West are vital. You only have thirteen of them in total. Oh, you, yeah. If you have Otani, you need to win these games. They can win the series today. Mm. They won the first game, lost the second game. You can take the series on the road at Seattle, and so. I think they win 5 1 today. 5 1, 5 2. Under. Okay. Seven's the number. Seven. It's, a, it's, I think it lands seven and a half under. I'd like. Just showed a shot of Devers standing, waiting for the pitch to be thrown. It looks like he's freezing. He's literally, he looks like me at night at my house. He's sitting there like this. He's got his thing pulled up. Yeah, they don't like care. Brett's like, just want to get out and get to Detroit. They're done. He looks like he just wants to get in the clubhouse so bad. <laughs> don't blame him at all. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys watching. If you guys are on YouTube and Twitter, it's time for BVB. Bonus time. Do not move. More to come with BVB. So one more game. It's Manoa against Greinke. Blue Jays Royals, another big number. Hard. Minus 188. I mean, this is like telling me just lay off of this, right? What the hell do you want to lay 88 with the Blue Jays and him right now for? Right. That's crazy. Granky oh. at home last year was stupid. He had a sub two ERA. Oh, hit refresh. It's 175. Okay. But what's what's total? I think the under is a good play. Eight and a half. Wow, it's going up. Woo. I think the under is a better play there. Oh, eight and a half is now shading to the under at a couple different places. Eight and a half under 15. Yeah, I like eight and a half under. I like yeah. that game to go under. Granky was so good at home last year pitching. So we'll see if he continues, but he was really good at home. Not great on the road, but really good at home. Right. All right, time for better to book it now. Dave likes it. He bets it. Dave doesn't like it. He books it. 
First game hockey. I got plus one ten last night on Calgary to beat the Jets. Bet Bounce it. back from last night. Bet it. I'm anti Jets. I've been talking about it for a month. I'm not anti Jets, but I I am bounce back spot for Calgary because they were rolling and then they just got tripped up and they're gonna hear it the whole night from their coach and they're embarrassed about losing to the Blackhawks. I think they're pissed off and gonna go get another win here against the Jets. They've split games so far, three to two in both games. Uh, on that, what about the over? I didn't, Matt. I forgot to put this in the rundown. Sorry. What's the total? Six. Under. Over. You like over in this game? I like over. Winnipeg is six and four to the over at home. Last 10. Calgary is seven and three to the over on the road. Last 10. Four and one. Last five. I still would. I would book it. I, I, I like it's up to six and a half now. Click refresh. Um, there's multiple odds. Volfan Dan. Um, there's multiple odd screens that you can use. Spank odds is a really good one. Um, there's a one on Wager Talk that's also a good one. You can see multiple odds for multiple screens. So, uh, six flat everywhere here in Vegas. Yeah, six Fandles every, at six. everywhere, even on Fandle six and a half. Six and a half. How how big to the juice? Minus one thirty four to the under. Yeah, plus one ten to the over. Try to. I got I got minus one fifteen last night to the over over six. Oh, but I like Calgary and the over tonight. I okay, like them both. I okay, like them both. Yep. On that, um, we are talking about the Rays. I already cashed, so I was going to do the Rays bet. They already cashed, so we can skip the Rays. Run line plus one fifteen. Angels over the Mariners tonight. Uh, uh-uh. Scared, Tommy. I'm scared. Five one. Scared. Five two final. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I think. I don't want. I don't want to lay a run and a half. I mean, because the, the other option was the team total for the Mariners is two and a half. Like I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I mean, that's really I, low. Like I mean, that if you're going to bet it, see, I feel better about that because now I don't have to rely on the Angels' offense to cover the run line. The trap that you you learn by betting it enough is that you can bet on the good pitcher. But they it's don't the, cover the run line because their team doesn't score. But there's the run line on a road team. I feel more confident on. True. I get. You, I get you, nine you at bats. Nine at bats. You got nine at bats to get there. That's for Anato- sure. Anatani's batting. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I mean, again, that makes sense. But, but. It's I, a bullpen game. I, I, I think the Mariners are going to give up runs today. I, I just think it's going to okay. be. I think the game might go under, but I think it could be four-one, four-two. I just think this is a this is a game where they are, where the Angels are going to score enough. They're going to score a ton, but it's four and a half for their team total. I couldn't bet the over on that. That's too tough. Two and a half is too tough for the under. And I can't bet over two and a half team total Mariners with Otani on the mound. Well, you could. Oh, <sighs> is that a double down the line? Another run scores. The Pirates lead four nothing. Did I just do play by play? We're on BVP no. bonus that, time, so that too. And it's off the end off. As long as you're not doing it live after the fact, it's fine. It's after the fact. Stop. After it's happened, that's fine. Yeah. And then finally, Rangers Orioles under seven and a half. It's the Grom day for the Rangers and this kid that is pitching for the 
Orioles is supposed to be a stud. Number one pitching prospect for the Orioles goes today. Against him. And what do we got? Seven and a half? Yep. I feel like we're guessing here. I really don't feel confident at all. I have uh, this is this was the last bet on Oh, my it's card. two two and a fifth. Oh, okay. So that's I already thing. started. Oh, it's sorry. Two and a fifth. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. You like we're under? Under seven. I liked under seven and a half. Yeah. Let's see. What How, how'd the kid do? Is, right he, is, is the kid still pitching? Hold on. He is. Oh no, Instagram. Uh yep, he's still there. Grayson Rodriguez. Four innings, four hits, two earned runs, 73 pitches, maybe one more inning. Game seven and a half. So right on pace. You can bet it now if you want. If you guys are watching live, you guys can bet under if you want to, you want to bet under. So I think the game was under. Um, because I wonder I now I want to see how long DeGrom goes because DeGrom lo- looked horrible in his first start. Normally, he can still give up two runs. That's not great for DeGrom. Talking about give me a pitcher that gives up two runs every start. Oh, good. one earned run. Okay. The second one was unearned. Shit happens. Five innings, one earned run. Two hits, seventy-three pitches. So, how long do they, I want? Now, this is a great question. The Rangers are three and two. They've lost both games to the Orioles so mm-hmm. far in this series. Mm-hmm. How long do they let Degrom go? How many pitches in his second start? Because this is my. This is why I bet the under yesterday. Because in the first start, they pulled Sandy after five. He gave up three earned runs. I was like, they're going to let him go. And they let him go the whole game. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, are the Rangers going to let DeGrom go to like the seventh or the eighth inning? No, they never do. Right. They overprotect him, right? I mean, they, they have. have. <laughs> well, the Mets yeah. have. The Rangers, I mean, this is the first second start ever for the Rangers with him. So I'd be curious to see where the Rangers are with this. But yes, <laughs> you have to protect DeGrom given his history. Hell, there's already two rainouts for tomorrow. For hell? tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, travel days. So, all right. Favorite thing about today is what? Um. So one, I told you like last night it was a bit of it a panic, and I still haven't gotten an email from that person about that other thing for the account. Oh. So I'm a little bit nervous, um, yeah, but right. I'll I'll get on it. All of that resulted in a phone call this morning to my accountant who is a 74-year-old guy who's still doing it. And he's doing it now. He's basically sold his practice and kind of is just working now as a 74-year-old guy. Okay. But, you know, there's like a portal and you have to scan documents and all this other stuff. And I called him and I was like, hey, do I have to do all this stuff? And he's like, Dave? put everything in an envelope and send it like you have for the last 25 years. I prefer Beautiful. you do that. And I was like, Chris, I don't talk to you enough. Cause I talk to him once or twice a year. I usually check in. And then as we get close to April 15th or 18th or whatever, mm-hmm. it is, I talk to him. But, um, he, uh, my dad used to call him in the middle of the night and he would be up doing tax returns back in the wow. day. And he did my mom and dad's, and he still does mine. He's in Pittsburgh, 74, girl dad, told me a story today that moved me to tears. And it was so awesome. And we talked about, like, my dad and my my uncle, my dad's brother who lives here and is fighting life right now and all kind of things. 
but the ability to reach out and just talk to somebody, let alone who's working for you or with you. Awesome. But the phone call this morning was the best thing about today because it, it put my mindset back to just breathe. Everything's going to be okay. We're going to get this taken care of and stop panicking. So always remember, I mean, even like going to the doctor and all these other things, like the lead up and the anticipation is usually way worse than the actual event, whatever it is going through, <laughs> right? The, think about all this stuff we sweat and worry about and, and pan, like, you know. That's the biggest thing about being a father oh. that I learned. The biggest thing, the biggest lesson I try to tell Maddie, because I watch it all the time with Madeline, is what is happening right now? Are you worrying about tomorrow? Because that's not anything to worry about yet. Are you worrying about what happened? Because that's gone and you can't change it. Mm-hmm. Got to live in the now. You go, where are you living, Maddie? She would always go like, what do you mean? I go, where are you living? I'm living in the now. Right. So live in the now. <laughs> she gets frustrated with me. With right. that, but it's, like, yep. it's a refrain because she worries about things or she gets angry like, oh no, I said this at school and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, it's done. It's, it's, it, you can't change anything. Just move on. Like, is it going to affect you now? Well, no, it might in the future. It doesn't matter. You're worrying about the future. Is that a Where man thing? Like, are we just better at that? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a man thing. I think it's a father thing uh, uh, when we get to our age and we've been through the trials. Like we've noticed, like you just mentioned, there's so many times that we are nervous or worried about things. And then you look back on it and you're like, why was I nervous? Like, what was I so upset about? Oh. Like, does it impact the way I try to ground myself right now with it? Is it like, is it happening right now? And the answer is no. I just try to not worry about what might be because you're not living in the now. You're right. not living in the might be. You got to live now. Like this is what's happening to us today. Oh. So are you okay today? Yes. Then work, get to work to change what might be, but you can affect it now. Whatever we can do now today, right. the work we put in today can change you know, it's the whole like theory of your path, right? You, you change your path five different times based upon the decisions you make today. So you assume something's going to happen, but that assumption could be changed by a phone call that you get today or an email you get today. So yep. just going to worry about it today. Worry about getting through today. Our guy, Raymaker512, just came in and said, Guns and Roses said it best. Worry is just a waste of time. It's crazy. It's it really true. does. And, you know, it really does. And- but I mean, worrying, I, well, for me at least, I worry for protection. Right. Why well, don't, don't we all? Like I, I, I worry trying to protect myself. So my fears, my concerns come from the, well, what if something bad happens? And that worry of what if something bad happens oftentimes robs you of the ability to prevent that from happening by an action. Right. So your, your worry becomes a freeze that inaction creates a worse problem for yourself than if you had action or some control because worry really is a lack of control, right? Because if you, you don't really worry about your own situation, you worry about what might be done to you because you're out of control. So I try to focus on what, what do you control? Mm. I can control how hard right. I work. That's all I can right. control. <laughs> like what, right. how am I going to handle it? How am I going to work? How am I going to, that's how I handle it. I just work. And I get to work as hard as, and I work as hard as I can and do as many things as I can. So then if I look back and go, well, I did everything I could and I don't feel bad about it. So 
yeah, it's it's an interesting. It really is. Maybe it's a dad thing. Maybe it's a guy thing. But oh, it's, it's good a, that you're actually saying stuff to Maddie that she's going to remember and make fun of you for later great. in life. She already does. It, it, oh, see, so already. I mean, th- th- that's, that's already awesome. a running joke right yeah. now about like yeah. living in the now and living in the present. And she was like, okay, like she already like, <laughs> rolls her eyes at it and gets annoyed by it. But yep. you know, I have the Batman. The the running joke has always been the Batman line of why do we fall to pick ourselves back up? Mm-hmm. And I always she's just like she always rolls her eyes at that. Yep. And I always say. When do we learn? You know, do we win or do we what? And still the Conor McGregor line of either win or you learn. Mm-hmm. You don't really ever lose. <laughs> you right. learn. So, you know, when she gets a bad grade or she gets a bad situation or doesn't get the play part she wants or whatever it might be, I'm always saying, what are you going to do about it? You're going to learn from it or you're going to power right. it? You know, you sit there, either we win and we're happy or we learn. And I'd rather you lose because you lose and learn. And at eight or nine, all I want you to do is learn. <laughs> That's all. Just don't make the same. Mistake. I, I, I'm that way with my students. I'm that way with people I work with. I don't care about one mistake. One mistake's fine. If you don't learn from that mistake and you repeat it, I have no tolerance for that. The repeated mistakes are the worst. I did it. I I as a coach, I'm crazy sure you freak. Yeah. <laughs> did the same thing over and over again. I told you not to throw that base. Two outs. Don't throw that base. Didn't I tell you that? Mm-hmm. The same thing through that base. So yeah, um, Sonic said it best. That you could give him a little uh, shout out too. For- yeah. Uh, his video, which we're going to try to incorporate into the show. Thank you, sir. But he just came in and said he thinks it's a matter of how one processes problems. If you are technical, you like to have things, quote unquote, in order. If you can handle being more abstract, it's easier to go with the flow. Makes sense. I'm kind of in between. I'm kind of on both sides of that. I can be abstract. I can go with the flow. And other times I like things to be organized. And very much in in in, in order. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm the Depends. exact opposite. I just I just go with the flow. And yeah, sometimes I just. But I like the kids to not do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> problem, right. and they're just like me. And yeah. my wife is so technical. Yeah, that's what makes sometimes those clashes right. stuff. But man, but it's a good yin and yang, though. It is. You guys both have different approaches, uh, different approaches and different ways of of handling things. So sometimes your way is better. Sometimes her her way is better. Depends depends upon what happens. She so. doesn't watch the show, but her way is always better. Always better. See, sometimes I mean, look from just because just radio, bugged, just in case, they <laughs> radio to me has taught me to be more military esque. Like Madeline's gonna like when she's a teenager, she's gonna hate her life because twelve oh one is not twelve o'clock. Eleven o'clock, eleven oh one is an eleven o'clock. Like I'm gonna be very. She she's gonna be a. I am clock conscious on a lot of things. You're going to walk in the door at 11. And if you don't, there will be consequences. <laughs> so Just, you better figure out how to be abstract or, or <laughs> go with the flow about that. Because <laughs> I mean, I got four women. I'm still waiting for them every time we do something. So tomorrow we have the masters. That's my favorite thing about today is that we get, we want, we talk golf today, but we get to watch golf tomorrow. The masters going on, which are to keep oh, you guys abreast and up to date. tabs open for you. Oh, I can't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's a phone day. Tomorrow is a, 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 it may actually be a tablet day. I may need to bring the iPad down here oh. and, and, and put it on to watch. I love, I love the masters on Thursday and Friday. It's so fun. The weather's going to be really nice tomorrow. So the course is going to play well. And then it gets nastier and nastier and nastier every day the rest of the week. So tomorrow might be the best day for us to watch the Masters for scoring mm-hmm. and whatnot. But Tiger is playing tomorrow. He's in, I think he's playing during the show tomorrow. So we'll have a chance to watch him 
play tomorrow. So that will happen on tomorrow's BVB. Like, subscribe, and tell somebody about BVB if you could. Appreciate it. Let's get to 2,000. We got 1,000. We got 2,000. Next goal for us here on our YouTube channel. Ferris behind the glass. Dave, Matt, talk to you tomorrow for BVB.